0: Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo. We specialize in author interviews, audiobook and podcast production, as well as the prestigious Firebird Book Awards and the Positive Change Podcast Awards. We also feature our fun and short podcast that allows authors to record their own writing tip to share on our very own boom, bang, oh my gosh, wow podcast, which you can find along with the rest of our offerings at speakuptalkradio.com. For right now, though, I am just thrilled to share a recent Firebird Book Award-winning author with you. She is Kiyomi O'Connor, and her winning book is titled A Sky of Infinite Blue, A Japanese Immigrant's Search for Home and Self. Kiyomi moved to the States from Japan in February of 1990 to work as a postdoctoral researcher at the NIH in Bethesda, Maryland. Soon, she fell in love with her husband-to-be, Patrick their journey together led them to change their careers, move to San Diego, and practice Buddhism. They grew spiritually together and became leaders in their community and inseparable partners through the many hardships they faced together. Patrick fell ill in the summer of 2013 with the diagnosis of stage four metastatic melanoma in the brain, and he passed away three years later on July 4th of 2016. After his death, Writing helped Kiyomi rediscover light in her life. These days, she spends her time writing. She's an active writer online at Medium, practicing yoga and Qigong, cooking, traveling, and taking photographs. She lives in San Diego with her two cats, Tommy and Omi. And I'm so happy to have an opportunity to find out more and share her with you. So welcome to the network, Kiyomi. Thank
1: you, Pat. Um, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you.
0: I'm happy you're here too, and I want to say that I saw pictures of your two cats on your website, and they are such special <laughs> little creatures. They are kind of big and fat I'm sorry <laughs> I spoiled them. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kiomi, I have thirteen cats that found me uh they keep they kept showing oh. up on my deck, and so now I take care of thirteen cats. <laughs> Wow, that's so many! It is so many. But when I saw the pictures of your two, I'm like, oh, I love these guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, we had a, a, another pair before before this, Tommy and Omi. But we always loved, um, you know, cats. Cats uh, are our, our favorite.
0: <laughs> My favorite too. Uh, we're in good company. Well, listen, congratulations on winning the Firebird Book Award. I was happy about that for you.
1: Oh, yes. Thank you very much. I, I was very surprised. And almost like, what? Like I shocked. <laughs> but but uh, I was so happy to see uh, not, not just only one, and another one, and another one. It, it
0: became uh, a <laughs> triple, triple. <laughs> so, oh. so grateful. You're so welcome. You know, such an important book. You can tell that you put your heart and soul into it. And I kind of alluded to that in the brief look uh, of your life during the introduction. But maybe just expand a little bit for us. Take us back and uh, share a little bit of your journey with us.
1: I was born in Japan. Uh, I was in the middle child. I have uh, two sisters, a two-year-old sister and a 5 year younger sister. And then um, when I was still a preschooler, um, emotional abuse by my father's side, extended family started. Originally, they are uh, buried buried my mother when my father and my, fa- uh, my mother uh, were married. They, they lived with the uh, grandparents' house. So My mother was originally uh bullied by the, uh, my grandparents as well as uh, my father's siblings and then spouses so but uh, uh somehow uh, when I was uh, a preschooler um the bullied, bullying you know started uh, over me. And then it, uh, I'm pretty sure on occasions my mother was uh, still buried, but but uh, it it almost focused on me. And my sister, older sister, was uh, always treated very special as the eldest uh, uh, child in the family, and then always told uh, Papa's child and I became mom, mom, mama's child. I was categorized, they they told me repeatedly I am a mom's child. So, and I I was like working so hard to help my mother and my younger sister when I was five year old, I was just a kindergartner, but I was helping mom, my mother was a little weak physically, mentally, so she was in and out of bed, uh, throughout the day. So I was a helping mother and sisters. And almost I became second mother to my younger sister. So, uh, anyhow, that's how I started my younger days. And then, uh, additional thing added more and more. And then I was uh, always feeding. Uh, why I was uh, uh, always uh, treated like this. Uh, originally, I didn't understand the reason. Then it became part of uh, my life and uh, always being shamed of myself. And then I s- started to have um, another type of reality my- myself, like uh, wearing the uh, armor of myself and then... Uh, uh, pretended to be a very uh, polite uh, uh, always uh, uh, smiting and imperfect uh, child so I had a kind of duality of life uh, all the time when I was in Japan and eventually I got married uh, to Japanese men and, but the marriage wasn't really uh, going anywhere and I wasn't happy and then uh, I was uh, uh, originally wanted to become a journalist, but uh, ended up becoming dentist, and then went to uh, uh, graduate school for further study uh, for research. So that made me uh, brought to the United States as a, a researcher. I came to States in 1990 as a researcher working at NIH, actually NIDR, dental research uh, in the lab. And uh, I was working as a molecular biologist uh, with uh, uh, lots of American people and also international researchers together. And soon I found my uh, husband-to-be. He was uh, working at the uh, Cancer Institute uh, he lost his uh, own mother at the age of 20, and he wanted to become a uh, cancer researcher since a very early age. And, and so he was uh, uh, from the uh, U.K., and he ha- he has a very charismatic uh, charm uh, on him. And then we met uh March 1990 uh, when I was uh, uh, searching for the uh, housing and originally i had a, a apartment but that i wanted to uh share the house with american people but uh at the um in the, in my third, the twenty third house he was actually as a tenant he was a uh, uh, sharing the house with the American couple, so and then I I began to share the house with them, and then we got uh, closer and closer, and eventually got married uh, three years later. We both are still working at NIH. She was uh, at the Cancer uh, Institute, I was at the Dental Research, and but eventually. Uh, uh, after my father passed away in 1997, and his father also passed away passed away same year, we decided to move out of Maryland. And he was very uh, good at uh, 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 cancer research, and he had uh, so many opportunities to uh, look around in the pharmaceutical company. So he, uh, one of them... Uh, to San Diego, we moved, and if in San Diego, uh, I have to go through the uh, 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 licensure. Uh, uh, actually, the, before my father passed away in 1997, I switched my career to become a, a pediatric dentist back in Maryland, and then so uh, from that on, I I stay as a dentist, and then in California, I I did another licensure. Uh, process and then become pediatric dentist. So we had a, uh, pretty busy lifestyle, but, uh, uh, when my father passed away in 1997, he left, uh, one of the Buddhist teaching for me to pursue. So somehow in California, Patrick and I, uh, both uh, began to practice that Buddhist teaching. And then that made our life very, fruitful and spiritual, and then our bond uh, become much uh, finer and then thicker, and uh, uh, we became inseparable. But uh, uh, 1990, uh, I'm sorry, 2013, uh, June, June 2013, he became uh, extremely ill, but I knew, uh, a few years uh, prior to that point, uh, something was wrong with him. And then the, uh, June of 2013, uh, after he went to MRI, uh, exam, he couldn't even walk. And then, uh, eventually diagnosed by the metastatic melanoma in his brain, uh, within a week or so. Uh, So since then, he was heavily disabled. And then originally, his uh, prognosis uh, was uh, just only a few months. That was uh, totally devastating to us. However, um, he survived by three years. I gave him caregiving for three years. It was very intense, uh, critical. Every day, we don't know what's going to happen next. And then, so uh, go go up and down, uh, so much high-rapid uh, roller coaster every day. On June, uh, July 4th, Independence Day, three, Patrick uh, finally passed away. Since then, I lost everything because our relationship was so... So intense and so intimate and so uh, close to each other, we became like a bestest. He called us bestest, bestest friends. So uh, to me, uh, losing him was almost uh, I, I wiped myself out, totally knocked out. Uh, so he's the one uh, unconditional love always called on me and. That's how we built our relationship, but uh, now I lost everything. And, and so I, I didn't know what to do. I had a, a Buddhist teaching. However, the even Buddhist practice we did together, all together and becoming like intertwined. And then, uh, it's almost like a fabric. We have a fine, silky fabric between us. So anyhow, uh, it was very devastating, but at, at that time, I realized I was pretending, you know, the, doing the practical log, logistics was pretty fine with me, but uh, on the other hand, at the same time, I I broke into tears, almost so desperate, uh, I couldn't bear myself. I didn't know what to do. So I... It, I started to realize I have a duality of life as I had in childhood. And then so I, I, I must have that duality of life with, without armor all along. Because when he was ill, I have to fight as a warrior too. So I, I, I couldn't be vulnerable. But now, vulnerability in front of me, I have to face that vulnerability. Uh, Somehow it's a part of me. I have to uh, uh, dig down to what is my truth. That's how I started writing uh, just uh, uh, about one year after my husband passed away. And then the writing was very fierce. I, I, I did very, very Uh, focused and then at the beginning was so uh, outburst of emotions and then cries and then and then i realized this might become uh the book uh somehow i can even help i can even help some people uh going through this similar situation and i wanted help so so i needed to polish my uh, writing much much better than uh, uh, just an outburst of emotions so i began to learn how to write and how how i can uh better uh, uh my book writing and so uh and also i i felt that i need to dig down to the uh, the deepest secret i had uh, i held in my heart since my childhood. So that's how how I uh, broke my uh, um, fears and then faced the fears and then uh, almost fiercely began to write and then finishing book, uh, I think, at the end of 2020. S- through this process, I did... I- I not only uh, wrote a book w- uh, with inspiration, but uh, I transformed myself and my life for better too. So I, in the end, I found a light in the level. Rubble, I thought it's all, already, everything is demolished, but it wasn't. It was there from the right beginning. Oh. So that's how, how my book
0: Uh, went (laughs) oh my gosh can we so much to unpack there I love how you said that you had to fight like a warrior I get that (laughs) caregiving for somebody it is you're fighting every single day and then when that person is gone now you're left feeling that vulnerable feeling and you don't know what to do with that because you never allowed that before because you were so busy fighting
1: yes exactly I, I was a uh, I I felt that nothing, like I, almost I have not, nothing left, and then, like I was a nobody, and then it, I didn't know how I can deal with myself. But uh, I have to live. So, and then I was living with logistics,
0: juggling the logistics. But that was a lie. I hated my life. You know what? I I get I get what you're saying here. Um, I was so. Looking forward to this conversation because it's kind of very timely. My mom passed away in twenty sixteen and tomorrow, actually, tomorrow marks the day of her passing. And I was her caregiver for close to nine years during some very Yeah, some intense intense medical mistakes and all of their after effects. Mm -hmm. So this last week I decided I am gonna take tomorrow off just to sit in all of this. I feel like I just need to sit in it, even though it's been six years um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, yeah. and enjoy the pain or not or whatever it is, oh, uh, you know, just to feel that. So the whole mm-hmm. caregiving, grief, healing, we don't know how to do that. And so from what you're saying, neither did you. And so you have to learn and figure out your own way. And I'm so happy that the writing aspect of it was obviously very cathartic to you and you, mm-hmm. came, you came out of it. Um as a better stronger person yes
1: uh i think writing for me was um uh, 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 it's part of my uh my own uh, inclining definitely uh when i was uh uh in a situation difficult uh, when I was a teenager to early twenties i had a, a suicidal attempt to, uh, at at the age of twenty two but up to that point, I I was uh, almost every single day I was uh, on uh, on the pen and the paper. Uh, so to me, uh, writing itself uh, give me opportunity to talk to my heart and to talk to the almost like a best friend in me, and then to see something with a little more clarity. Sometimes it's like a clarity but uh, I, I see the light in writing. So uh, writing was a very important expression, uh, the tools to me, but also I was uh, uh, practicing uh, Buddhism. So the Buddhist uh, practice itself helped me to be more diligent and consistent, and then, then uh, almost like a, a perseverance. I put the, uh, the attitude principle of uh, the uh, Buddhist practice into the writing, so writing itself transformed from the just the shedding out my my emotions to uh, something a little uh, uh, more transformative, inspirational, and it's, it's something uh, related to other people's heart. That's how I I. I think uh, helped me, but also helped my la- writing to the next level. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, I do think the practice of Buddhism really, really did help um, give yes. give you some clarity that many people don't have that um, advantage yes. or that opportunity. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was so fortunate. I, I think at at the time of his uh, his passing. I thought that I, I may be losing my face too. Mm-hmm. But uh uh it became uh, again part of me and then uh empowering myself and I was so fortunate to have my own faith.
0: Right? And I love how you wrote your memoir in Patrick's office, surrounded by all of those <laughs> things. I, 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 could feel what that must have felt like. I mean, it, it's like you were there with him, and he was helping you, and you were sharing with him. Yes. Yeah, very, very, yes. still very close and intertwined, as you said.
1: Yes. So the originally uh, my uh, uh, you know writing place was originally Patrick's office. He was uh, doing a lot of a. Uh, Uh, design and communication to make his uh, uh, cancer drug uh, into the public into the the world to help uh, cancer patients originally he was spending so many hours in the office then after he became ill this office became his medical always I was staying here and then uh, go back and forth and sometimes he needs to uh, to see something in that uh, desktop or, or laptop or whatever. I was uh, like a secretary mm-hmm. for him. And then, uh, as his uh, condition become even worse and worse, I remodel this uh, office to keep his feature of office as it is, but more functionally ADA, uh, you know, a- adapted type of a uh, room you know, like a, a wheelchair, moving around with a wheelchair and a uh, walking shower. Adjacent to this room was originally powder room, small toilet, but I remodeled to a shower room. So I was giving him a shower on the wheelchair all the time. Then after he passed away, it was so natural for me to stay in this office. And then the feeling of, uh, Patrick, uh, uh presence over me, you know, behind me. And it, it, it is still uh, his arms, you know, uh, arms, uh, the ashes in the arms and the fresh flowers. And every morning I give him a, a milk tea. Uh, so, specific to uh, his uh, preference, I set up like almost like a shrine behind me now. So the uh, uh, behind the desk is a, a long shelf, and on top of it, his big portrait photos that I I took a photo when he was uh, too, uh, much, much a like a 2007 or 8, and then that uh, photo became his uh, uh, funeral photo, and then uh, I give I gave him uh, I'm, i I gave every day. Every morning, milk tea, and then the, the flowers are always there, and then his uh, beautiful arms made of uh, blue flowers. That, you know, it's so beautiful. But but uh, and then behind behind me is that uh, special shrine, and he, I feel his presence. And then I I wrote a book here.
0: Oh my gosh, I love this. I could, oh, it is so, so special. Just the, just the love that just continues on. And you know, how fortunate that you had that kind of a special love. Like you said, you were like the same threads of the same silk fabric. Most people yeah. don't, most people don't have that opportunity and to have that yeah. in your life, even though you lost it, you, you had it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes,
1: I I feel so fortunate. Of course, I miss him oh, every yes. day, but uh, I can feel his presence, and then how how much profound love we 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 had together. I I had uh, my life with him, and then that's how fortunate I I was. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and you know all of that love and beauty. Uh, is translated very well in your book cover and on your website. When you go to your website, you feel almost embraced. It's just you want to stay there for a while because it's, it's, I don't know. There's a feeling that I got when I went to your website, the same when I looked at your oh, cover. thank you. Yeah you, well, yeah, you feel it. Yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you. You know, uh, when I, I, I had originally designed a uh, website website, Uh, end of uh, 2020 uh, originally and then all of the photo i i posted was my my own taking photo and then then uh i think the last um about 8 april this this year april i uh renew my uh website but i was very very specific (laughs) i i wanted this and this and then uh, I think uh, I like the way I I wanted it, my website is like. So I I am so fortunate. That I had a very good uh, well builder. She helped me a lot, and so I, I. It's kind of part of the world I live in, So.
0: <laughs> yes, it's so an I, extension. No, it's an extension of you. You can feel that. You can definitely feel yes. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> you are welcome, and you write lovely poetry as well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, I'm.
1: I'm so uh, so amazed. You you even look into my old uh poems, and yeah, I, I have a drive uh, to share. Thing you know, uh, intrigued in me, and then I, I wanted a to share uh, 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 my love and then uh, the humanity. I, I I I believe in humans so much and, and the potential, our potentials and love. So I just uh,
0: can't stop it. <laughs> you are a beautiful person, Kiomi. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that as soon as I saw your book cover. Thank you. Thank you very much. You are welcome. So what kind of feedback have you received from your book? I didn't
1: ask any beta readers or anybody. You know, lots of uh, authors have a uh, group of beta readers or the good, good reads or But uh, I never ask anybody, really. But uh, I ask um, more than a handful, but uh, like about 20 people I send my uh uh, advanced reader's copy, and uh, except one person, <laughs> one person declined because he was a little bit involved too much with my uh, my husband' business in the past, mm. so he he couldn't be part of it. But the the rest of the people I asked, they they have given me so much uh, depth and a beautiful. Uh, loves and I, I was so grateful. Every every one of them find something, something to appreciate in my book, and then the the book itself it's almost like a walking out from my book to become their their lives, and I witnessed, and I I'm so grateful to do that. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad you received positivity back from that because I think it's going to help people to hear your story to help them heal and know how to grieve and Yeah, you mm-hmm. touch you touch on so many things. So, what's next? Are you working on another book? Uh,
1: I I have a uh, I have worked uh,
0: one of the uh,
1: uh, memoir uh, I, I've been thinking about. Uh, and also, I am uh, interested in writing a uh, novel uh, about uh, Irish woman's story. <laughs> so it's kind of a uh, you know it's kind of inspired by my husband's mother. Uh, it's not it's not a, a real mm-hmm. story. Uh, it's no memoir, but uh, I am kind of inspired by the. Uh, you know, a little older generation from us, but how willful, how, uh, how strong and then empowering that, that woman was. You know, that, that kind of uh, Irish woman's story I want to write. <laughs> oh. You know, my husband, uh, was born in, uh, in England. Mm-hmm. However, his parents are from Ireland, both of them. So I heard about, you know the stories about ireland and we visited uh several occasions and i love that country so uh i will uh go back and forth to
0: ireland in the future and then write a book <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy. Just yes. keep the stories alive and keep them coming, yes. right?
1: <laughs> yes, I I hope so.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, listen as we begin to wrap up. Anything we missed that you wanted to highlight today?
1: No, I think you you are so warm hearted and so welcoming. I think I am very happy to be this place to share uh, the story. so so. Um, Anybody who are interested in my book or my life or my, myself, i like uh, anyone to visit my uh, website, kiomiokona.com. Uh, as Pat said, it is extension of me. And um, I think from uh, uh, just exploring my website, you see more of my book and myself. And then, if you can sign up for the newsletter, I usually send at least once a month a newsletter to everyone, and then sometimes additional newsletters. And then it's very intimate and then very updated content every time I send to everybody.
0: So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. So, we're speaking with Kiomi O'Connor, and her winning book is titled A Sky of Infinite Blue a Japanese immigrant's search for home and self. And her website is her name, kiyomioconnor.com. I was waiting with anticipation all day just to have this conversation. And I am so honored to have had this opportunity. Thank you. Please share more of your work with us. And I hope to stay in touch with you. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. I I
1: will uh, stay with you uh, in the future. Thank you, Pat. I really appreciate your warm heart.